another episode of Family the Podcast. I am Brianna Hansen, and I am glad you are listening. I actually think my microphone might be working right now, which is great. I hope that it sounds good for you. That's always the goal. I think that this one might sound better than the last one. Hey, progress, improvements, who knows? Let's just do this. Um, this episode, I want to talk about life the marathon. Like I wanted to say just the marathon generally. I think the LA marathon is actually this weekend that this podcast is coming out. So that's kind of appropriate, but I was more thinking less the running marathon and more the life marathon. I was part of recently some auditions for a program for like a fun comedy program thing in Los Angeles. And I'm often on the other side of the auditions, meaning I'm the one putting themselves out there on a limb and hoping for the best. And actually these auditions that I was on the admin side of, like the person sitting, the judgment, judging side of, I guess, uh, were auditions that years ago, many years ago, I had auditioned for a couple times and had gotten to various stages, but hadn't gotten it. So it was interesting to me to be on the other side of these auditions for the first time ever. And what was interesting is I didn't get the thing that all these people were auditioning for by auditioning. I never got it. I got it through a sideways way. (laughs) I got involved in the community through a sideways way, through still doing the work, obviously doing the comedy work, but through a, a friend who recommended me for a different audition that I did get. And then through that community, uh, becoming involved in this particular community. Okay. So the point is I really admired the people who were out on that stage And I admired the people who were out there auditioning and I got a new perspective. And people say this a lot, especially if you're in, you know, the acting industry, they're like, oh man, once I worked on the other side of the camera, watching people audition, I had a new respect for it. And I learned so much and all these things. I mean, I'm not saying something that people haven't said before, but I wanted to say as someone who was in the position of one of many judges, I found myself more in admiration for the fact that people were putting themselves out there than I did in constant judgment of the choices that they were making. And when I became self-aware of my overwhelming admiration for the people rather than my judgment of them, it was like a revelation over here. I was like, yo, (laughs) the people who, I I don't want to make it just for actors, the people you audition for is what I want to say, but it's not. I want to say, make it bigger. The people you put yourself out for, the people you pitch to, the people you present to, whatever. Man, generally speaking, I gotta say, they want you to succeed. Especially, and and obviously there are going to be circumstances in anyone's world and life where there are people who don't because of their own insecurities that they feel that you're threatening them in some way, shape, or form. I'm not going to live in a rainbow, pink, polyester, polyester world where, you know, nothing bad ever happens and everything's perfect. But I do think that there are definitely cases in which, and the majority of cases in which you're putting yourself out in front of people where they're just like, that's awesome. And a lot of times when we got to the actual judging process where we had to decide who we were bringing for callbacks and then from callbacks who we were ultimately taking, there were like a lot of instances where people really liked people 
But for whatever reason, they weren't right today in this space, in this place, in this moment. And many times they were like, I hope they come back. I can't wait till they come back. I, I look forward to seeing them audition again. And man, I'll be quite honest with you. I see it now, and so I can kind of forgive myself for it. But there were a lot of instances when I was younger when I chose not to audition or put myself out in certain instances because I was nervous, because I it wasn't guaranteed, and because my fragile little ego pride couldn't take it if I didn't get it, or so I thought. And now that I see the other side of things, now that I see the flip side, I realize that, like, man, if I had, what if there were people in this community that I didn't know who were rooting for me? Or even beyond that, what if there there are people who are just like excited to see someone do good work. Maybe I would have gotten it or maybe I would have made an impression. And then maybe in that impression, I would have been remembered and brought in for something else. And maybe it ultimately wouldn't have been the perfect choice. You know, like I said, I had, I had auditioned for this before and I didn't get it. And then I don't think I auditioned again because my fragile little baby ego couldn't take it or I just lost interest or I got busy or whatever. I did other, made other choices, we'll say, before I eventually circled back and got involved at the perfect time in a community that is uh, perfect for me for where I am right now and what I want. So yeah, I, I just, and the, and the, the funniest part for me was there were people who auditioned, who didn't get a call back, who work at the, the place that I was at. Um, they intern, they help out there and they came in later that day. And like, I was so admiring of the fact that they're like, yep, I still do what I'm supposed to do. Cause I guess I just, I thought that like, you know, if someone says no to you, my MO, and I think it's just a protective mechanism is like, screw you. Then I don't need you. And I just like, let's burn the place down. I'm just not interested at all. in even being interested in them, I don't want to let them in anymore. But being on the other side of it, I realized, boy, they're not, it's not an us versus them thing. There's lots of factors involved in any given opportunity. And all you can do is your best at any given time and hope that from that doing of the best, that you are your authentic self. And within that, maybe there's something that resonates. And if not, then maybe it's not the right time, place, or community. And that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> You don't need to beat yourself up for it. And and maybe there are people who can't wait to see you come back and hope that you come back. Because I think what I was thinking about was some of these people who we told either didn't get a call back or um, didn't get ultimately get one of the few slots available for this thing may not come back. And it's a shame because they were liked a lot and there were a lot of things that they were had going for them. But for whatever reason, this time and place was not the right one. So whatever you're putting yourself out for, I mean, this is, I think, especially appropriate for actors and for people in the creative space, because we face a ton of rejection. Oh, we face so much rejection every day. And it's like personal rejection. I mean, it's, it's not personal because like I'm saying, I'm on the other side of it and I can see that it's not personal, but it's still you putting yourself out there as your authentic self 
time and time again and just getting rejected. Just like, no, I see you. I see you and I feel you for what you are and I don't want it. (laughs) And you're like, oh God, okay. But I think it applies to anyone, no matter what you're doing, no matter what risk you're taking to recognize that you've got to try again. You've got to try again. I, I, not long ago was helping this kid out with some of his like reading and, um, he's learning, you know, some, how to read. And there's this exercise he really likes. He really likes to get timed. He really likes this one exercise where we try and read through a full book within a minute. And he, he really likes to be good at it. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I'm the same way. I have always been pretty good at whatever I've attempted the first or second time I've attempted it, I've always stood out. And so I've never challenged myself once I get past the standing out portion because like, well, I'm already pretty good at it. Why? I don't need you to whatever. And it's like, no, man, you can be naturally good at something. And then you've got to be able to take the rejection and you've got to be able to take the hit and then move on and choose to try again. So I was helping this kid with this reading exercise and we had one minute on the clock and he, uh, he didn't get it. He didn't finish the whole book. And part of that was on me. We had a little mix up, whatever. So we wanted to try again and he didn't want to try again. He was like, huh? And he didn't get it the second time. And, uh, and so, you know, I was like, come on, try one more time, one more time. And he really didn't want to. And I may have added a few seconds to the clock just to, you know, boost his little, boost his confidence a little bit. But the point is I, he tried again and lo and behold, he got it the third time, whether or not someone you know, added some time is not important because what I wanted him to learn in that moment beyond the reading, which he was doing well, but I was hoping to impart that, like, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again, which is something that's so easily said and you're taught as a kid, but it's different when you really want something or you really try. And a group of people says, no, and you don't know why you're not giving feedback. So that's the other thing is we didn't, for the most part, unless someone knew someone, we didn't give people feedback as to why they didn't get it. We didn't say anything. We just were like, no, moving on. <laughs> and that's not got to feel good. I know that doesn't feel good. I've been on the other side of it. But you just never know the impression that you're making and you just have to keep trying. So if you're in a position where you want something or you think you want something or you're working towards something, please keep trying. For me, this is a really easy lesson when I do my yoga, when I'm yoga-ing, because like I'm not very good at uh, handstands and working on handstands and headstands and stuff. And so I'm really, really patient with myself of like, oh, you didn't get it this time, but we kind of got close. Let's try again. But for whatever reason, I have a hard time translating that off of the mat. I have a hard time being like, oh man, you didn't get it this time. Well, but you got pretty close. Look how much closer you got than last time. Try again. But that's the approach that we need to take. And the people who showed up anyway, who had been rejected that day and still showed up, I just, I just admired them and I didn't want to make a big deal of it. So I didn't say anything. I didn't say much. I was nice to them, but I wasn't like, Hey buddy. Cause I know no one wants to be talked down to. No one wants to be, you know, condescended to. I especially don't, but I, I do know that like, man, There's so much more going on behind the scenes all the time. 
even if you want to apply this to like a philosophical level, like you just, you may really want something and be working really hard for it and don't understand why it's not coming for you. But there's all these factors behind the scenes that are working in your favor or working to make that happen that just cannot happen immediately. Or sometimes it's not the right time. Or sometimes there's something better coming your way that you've got to continue on this path and you've got to keep going for it before you can get the the big goal, the big finish, whatever it is. So please keep on keeping on, friends, whatever it is you're doing. Keep doing it. I believe in you. I do. Um, and, and I think that hopefully you know that you can get it and you will get it, whatever it is. You will, and at the very least, you'll get the satisfaction of knowing that you bleep in tried, (laughs) that you put yourself out there. Don't callous yourself. If you don't get it, don't be like, well, F them, screw them, whatever. It's like, you just never know. And if you want to try again, try again. This is like when, when I was first doing stand-up comedy, I didn't know if I didn't want to do it or if I was scared of it. Like if I didn't like it or if I was scared of it. So I made myself a number. I had to do 150 mics or shows before I decided I liked it or I didn't like it. I couldn't know until I did 150. For me, that was just an arbitrary number. It was just like, that's a lot because there are ups and downs in anything. And in this case, those are easy ups and downs to kind of like grade. And by like the 10th mic, I was like, oh, I do like this. I was just scared of it. And I mean, that doesn't mean I was good at it by the 10th mic. My God, it simply means that I understood that what was holding me back from achieving this, uh, attempting this thing was fear. So there are times when you just have to put yourself out there again and again before you know how you truly feel about something. It may be, and this has been the case for me a few times, that there are places, communities that are not right for you. That can be the case. You think that you want it and, and you need to try to get it, but it could be that that place is not right for you. It does not bring out the best you. It doesn't create good feelings on the inside. I certainly have places like that within the comedy world. But that doesn't mean that you just need to be like, burn the place down because there's plenty of benefit and there's probably a lot of people who care a lot about you. And if there aren't, then whatever, you can care about you. You can choose to be the one who cares about you. Just keep trying, friends. All right. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me at briannahanson.com. There's lots of ways to find me. Please hit me up if you have any ideas, thoughts, feedback. I'd love to hear them. I would. Until then, until next time, friends. Bye.